today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. It is time for another edition of Hotspot Hamilton. Uh, and of course, Mitzi Hunter joining us, Minister of Education for Ontario. How is the government planning on tackling some of these major issues in our education system? EQAO testing, school closings, uh, college strike, all on the minds of Hamiltonians. Education Minister Mitzi Hunter is with us. Uh, good afternoon, Mitzi. Thanks for taking the time to join us today. We appreciate this. Thanks for having me on, Scott. Uh, obviously, the big uh, education issue right now, certainly uh, with college students, is the fact that uh, the faculty is on strike right now. Can you give us any sort of update or, or any sort of inside information as to when these two sides might be heading back to the bargaining table? Well, you know, Scott, what's, uh, what's at the central part of this that we want all sides to remember it's the importance of of the students that that uh, we want the students to be able to have a chance to complete uh their their term and um and that's very important uh that has to be the top priority it's the top priority for our government and uh, and there are real concerns about uh, the impact of the potential strike that might uh, have on their education and and this is reason enough for both sides involved in this um, to get back to the table where the real conversation can can occur. It seems to be, Mitzi, the central issue here is, or one of the central issues, certainly is ratios, full-time to part-time. Uh, again, I, I, the, the public may have a hard time understanding how this is all for the students when, you're, when they're arguing over ratios of part-time to full-time employees. I believe that the the public uh, we, we're celebrating the 50th year of our, our colleges uh, here in Ontario, and and the tremendous value that colleges bring when it comes to um, bringing the post-secondary education system closer to um, workplaces and to employers. That's 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 part of the the uniqueness of our college education system. Uh, they're nimble, they're flexible, and certainly the instructors that come from industry and are teaching inside colleges are bringing a huge value uh, to the education of students. Students value this, and that's why our college system has been so successful. Uh, so, you know, we want both sides to get back. We want them to get back to the classroom and um, and, and really can, can continue to do the great work we know that they can do. Uh, we've had union leaders on that have said the, the ratio of uh, full-time to part-time is 30 to 70, 70% being part-time. We've talked to Mohawk College here. They said theirs for full-time is, is well over 50%. What should it be? What is the right balance here? Because as you mentioned, this is about getting experts from the field into school. Is it about having more part-time instructors or more full-time? Well, you know, there is probably variation across uh, all of the colleges across the province in terms of the their balance. Um, you know, the government has no direct involvement in the collective bargaining process um, with the colleges. We what we want to see is is the two sides to to get back and and to work on a deal that they're both satisfied with. Uh, what does or what can the province do here? Obviously, you don't want to interfere, but at the end of the day, you may have to do something. What What is in the toolbox? Well, you know, we're we're just finished the first week um, of of the strike, and we know that this is painful for students uh, in particular who want to get back to the classroom. Um, what What we're urging the both sides to do is to is to to continue with their their talks, get back to the table, and and resolve uh, 
uh, the, the discussions that they're having, uh, and really to focus on students as the top priority. Uh, you know, this is, uh, this is, we're early, early into this. I, I, I just, uh, I know that uh, Minister Matthews and, and everyone is, is really looking at this very closely on a day-to-day basis. And uh, I can't stress enough how important it is to let this process unfold at the table because that's where it belongs. Any chatter of refunds at this point or too early? It's really early in the process, and uh, but it's never too late to get back to the table. All right, let's move on to a- another issue that's been uh, striking the hearts of, of Hamiltonians. That is school closings. We have a lot of old neighborhoods in this city, century homes. Uh, a lot of the, the population has turned over, and as a result, perhaps the school's not as, as full. How, how do we manage this in the sense that if you they close the school in a neighborhood, what's, what's, providing, what's there to provide families? that move in the next time and, and, and keeping the, uh, you know, the neighborhood healthy. And we know how important schools are to a community. They're really at the heart of that community. Um, everyone is attached to their school. I just went back to my old high school on Friday for a commencement service. And I, I was walking down the halls, looking at the lockers. Uh, we love our schools. It's at the heart of our communities. But we also know, as you said, Scott, the demographics are changing. And that's the reality. And also schools are aging as well. Many of them were built in the 60s and they are aging. They're starting to show that. So we need to continue to invest in schools. We're, we are doing that. Um, across the province, we've built over 800 schools, expanded extensively 820 schools, including in Hamilton, where we have 39 capital projects that we've invested in since 2011, including 12 new schools, a number of extensive constructions and renovations. So school boards are, are responsible for really looking at the needs in their community and prioritizing those locations that maybe maybe a school needs to be replaced and rebuilt. Um, there was a, a pretty exciting project that uh, Ted McMeekin and I announced last fall. It was two school boards coming together, the, um, the French Catholic, the French public uh, uh, board coming together, and, and they're going to build a fantastic brand new high school serving 800 students, and they're going to work together on the joint use of that school. It's going to have an arts hub. They're really thinking about this in a creative way, and we're funding that project uh, through the Ministry of Education. What advice do you have for parents or students who are perhaps going through this process of the school closure? What should they do? You know, th- this is a, a really important time for parents to stay engaged. Uh, stay engaged. School boards have to consult and get the input of parents uh, when these types of decisions are made. Right now, um, we're actually overhauling that process of engagement to make sure that there's more opportunity to hear student voice, to hear parent voice, as well as the local municipality, and that the school board gets the best input possible when they're making decisions a- about whether or not to close the school or where to open a new school in the community. Let's talk about uh, EQAO testing. Uh, Lots of different opinions on this. What is the objective? What are you trying to do with these tests? Well, you know, EQAO is uh, really important in Ontario's education system because it provides us with a spotlight on where our system is doing well, and we know that we're excelling and having one of the best education systems in the world. I never get tired of saying that because Ontario has an 
excellent educate, public education system that we can all be proud of. There are areas that, uh, that can show up on the testing that shows us that we have to do better, like in the area of math. Uh, last uh, last September, I announced a renewed math strategy providing $60 million into our education system to fund how we uh, better support students in their math learning from elementary to secondary schools. So if we look at um, elementary schools, we're providing 60 minutes a day of protected time in schools for math instruction. Uh, this allows teachers to uh, plan their, their, uh, how they're going to cover the math curriculum. There's a variety of different learning methods that they use inside of the classroom. We also have um, math leads in every elementary school, three math leads, in fact, in each of those elementary schools, so that we can build a school culture around math. Uh, some of the resources are being used for math coaches. I talked to one of them, and, uh, and he shared with me just going into a school that perhaps didn't have the strongest culture around math and how he was able to turn that around and involve everyone in making math fun. You know, one of the one of the things we have to get over as a society is is looking at math as something that is difficult because we know that students need to stay with math as long as possible because it's linked to many more career options and choices later on for them. Math has changed so much since uh, I was in school. That was for sure. That's for sure. Do we know what direction we are taking math? It seems we're not even sure of that. Are, are we teaching well, the kids with? Really, are we teaching the kids what they need time. to know? For, for us in education, um, at the beginning of this school year, the Premier and I uh, announced a refresh of Ontario's curriculum, and we're, we're starting with the STEM subjects, science, technology, engineering, and math, and the, the first part of that uh, curriculum refresh will be math. We want to um, take a look at 21st century learning. Are students getting the best possible uh, learning out of the curriculum that is available to them? And it's going to start with math. I, I want to say, did, did you know, Scott, that the Hamilton-Wentworth District School Board is the first board in the province to run an aviation and aerospace specialist high skills major program? No. And isn't that fantastic news for students in Hamilton? Because they have the opportunity to access one of the high-growth uh, leading areas in aerospace and uh, aviation in Ontario through their high school education. Uh, this is an area that we want to grow our education system in terms of experiential learning, giving students an opportunity to learn about the real world while they're still studying in school, and they can earn certain credits and certifications along the way. Mitzi Hunter has been with us, Education Minister. Mitzi, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. I know you got to run. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me, Scott. Any time to talk about education in Ontario. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.